Hello, church family, and welcome to another video podcast. I'm uh, subbing in for Greg while he's um, out of town, out of the country, actually, so keep him in your prayers. This week, um, I thought I would uh, jump into a story that we all have a little bit of problems with. We all have a little bit of problem because of our our fleshly nature and the way that we um, maybe were brought up, or maybe it's, um, you know, definitely our flesh, but we have a problem with conflict sometimes and figuring out how to, to resolve that in a way that honors the Lord. And we have a, an, a prime example here uh, from David. Um, David's kind of a, a go-to uh, to see how we can kind of recover from making mistakes and also work through some conflict with people. So we pick up our story in 2 Samuel 16. And this is after Absalom, his son, has mounted a coup against him and committed treason, and he's coming in uh, to take over uh, the, the Jerusalem. And, and he's, so David decides rather than fight, um, he's going to pick up and uh, take off so that he can spare the life of his people. And he also really doesn't have a heart to fight his son. And so um, as he is leaving, he comes. Uh, to a place called Baruam, and we'll pick this up in uh, the verse 5 of chapter 16 of 2 Samuel. Now when King David came to Baruam, there was a man from the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shimei, the son of Gera, coming from there. He came out, cursing continuously as he came, and he threw stones at David, and all the servants of King David, and all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. Also Shimei said thus when he cursed, Come out, come out, you bloodthirsty man, you rogue. The Lord has brought you a the Lord has brought upon you all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose place you have reigned, and the Lord has delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom your son. So now you were one caught in your own evil, because you are a bloodthirsty man. Then Abishai said to King or the, Ab, then Abishai, the son of Zeruah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Please let me go over and take off his head. But the king said, What have I to do with you, you son of Zeruah? So let him curse, because the Lord has said to him, Curse David, who then shall say, Why have you done so? And David said to Abishai and all his servants, See how my son who came from my own body, seeks my life? How much more now may this Benjamite? Let him alone, and let him curse, for so the Lord has ordered him. It may be that the Lord will look on my affliction, and that the Lord will repay me for, with good for his cursing this day. And as David and his men went along the side of the road, Shimei went along the hillside opposite him, and cursed as he went, threw stones at him, and kicked up dust. And so... We have this, this interesting story here where we, we, know, we see Shimei, who we, we know is from the house of Saul from verse 5. And so call, Saul was the king prior to David. And so we know that you know, here we see Shimei, who's upset because you know, having once been in 
the house of Saul and with all of the, the comforts and benefits that that afforded, including inheritance and the rest. Well, we know that Saul lost his, his favor with the Lord through his own disobedience and through his own pride. And we know that that's how he lost his kingship. David had been anointed by God to succeed Saul. And David had, in fact, missed, um, he didn't miss, he, he resisted, that's, that's the word I'm looking for, he resisted multiple opportunities to kill Saul uh, because he was the, the, the anointed of the Lord. And so it was only after Saul died that David took the throne. So here we have Shimei who's kicking up dust and cursing and throwing rocks and he's all upset and he's making these false accusations against David about him being bloodthirsty and about him being the one who took the throne from the family of Saul, which of course directly affects Shimei, which is really the root of the issue. Um, Shimei lost some, some measure of uh, favor and support because Saul's no longer king. So he's making all these accusations and trying to stir up the people who were with David against David and, and, and making this big fuss. And, and so it's interesting and very instructive for us to see David's reaction when he says from verse 11 on, you know, even my son is coming against me. So how much more, you know, this Benjamite um, is going to come against me? So so let him alone. And and he turns it over to the Lord. He says this, this whatever is of the Lord in this cursing and kicking up dust and and um, stirring dissension and division whatever is whatever is of the Lord I'm gonna uh, respond to that and let the Lord deal with it and maybe the Lord as it says in verse 12 will look upon his affliction and repay him for good uh, for him withstanding that cursing in that day. And so David saw that the Lord was in this, even though it must not have been pleasant to have someone stirring up dissension and division and, and dust and all of the rest. And so um, the, we also see an interesting end to this or an interesting um, second chapter when we go to 2 Samuel chapter 19 in verses 15 and 16. We see that Absalom had a pretty short reign and he was he was killed and so that left the throne open for David uh, to come back in and this is towards the beginning of the United Kingdom but um, you know with Absalom killed David is able to come back into office and as he's coming back in we see this meeting again between Shimei and David and it's a much different meeting so in verse 16 of chapter 19 and Shimei, the son of Gera, a Benjamite, who was from Baruam, hurried down and came with, the son, came with the men of Judah to meet King David. There were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Ziba and all the house. So he comes down with all of these people. And we pick it up at the end of verse 18. Now Shimei, the son of Gera, fell down before the king when he had crossed the Jordan. And then he said to the king, do not let my Lord impute iniquity to me or remember what wrong your servant did on the day that my Lord the king left Jerusalem, that the king should take it to heart. For I, your servant, know that I have sinned. Therefore, here I am, the first to come today of all of the house of Joseph to go down to meet my Lord the king. But Abishai, the son of Zeruah answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this, because he cursed the Lord's anointed? And David said, 
What have I to do with you, the son of Zerurah, that you should be adversaries with me today? Shall any man be put to death in Israel? For I do not know that today I am the king. For do I not know that today I'm the king of Israel? Therefore the king said to Shimei, you shall not die. And the king swore to him. So again, these very different reactions in just a short uh, turn of events. When Shimei realizes, oh, now that King David is back in power, he really does have uh, the authority and the power to put him to death. But King David didn't hold this grudge, right? So we see Shimei's heart turn towards David, um, admitting his guilt and seeking forgiveness. Um, it was Abishai who's holding the grudge, and he's the one who wants to go for blood. He wants to show um, Shimei what's up with uh, his revenge. But David does, and David shows us a great uh, truth about the power of grace. And this is the, the foreshadow that we see that, that we have in Jesus, right? So we see that you know justice of the flesh... It causes us to rise up and get loud and, and to seek justice for ourselves. And, and we throw accusations and rocks and kick up dust. And, you know, we seek to inflame the passions of others to, to get them on our cause. And that's destructive. Um, you know, fleshly justice is about exacting revenge and, and showing the other person. Uh, but God's justice is about reconciliation and forgiveness and, and where we see the punishment for the injustices, they've been completely paid for so that unity can be restored. And we see that being paid for on the cross, the cross of Christ. And so God's justice is appeased at the cross. And we can look to Jesus for justice. So in those moments of conflict, look to Jesus for the justice and not to your own flesh. And um, that will take you much further. So have a blessed rest of your day and stay encouraged and stay in the Word.